0: Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator Kyle Kedzik for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. And we hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at Kyle at gmail.com. That's K-Y. L E K E D Z U C H at gmail dot com. Christmas everybody um on the day that you're hearing this or afterwards uh, <laughs> it is not Christmas yet it's not even Christmas Eve yet It's Christmas yeah. Eve Eve but uh when you hear this it'll be Christmas and it's uh, the best time to listen to this one because the movie that we watched for the last week of December of Christmas movies month is a uh, bona fide American Christmas comedy
1: that I had never uh, seen before. Yeah, that you had somehow
0: <laughs> never seen before, Um which is fine because while we were watching it, I noticed so much stuff where I was like, I guess I haven't seen this movie in forever because I've forgotten about <laughs> so, so much. So it's like, it's a little bit on par of like kind of seeing it for the first time, like other than a handful of like really recognizable moments where it's like you might have even heard reference to it outside of Oh, this I mean, movie yeah. so you're like oh yeah no yeah that thing yeah you know like shitters full mm-hmm. like Fine, that's
1: finally seeing that scene
0: exactly so it's like yeah. the stuff that i mean you, you already just gave it away know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the movie that we watched for this week for the last week of christmas movies month is the uh, 1989 american family comedy film national lampoon's christmas vacation coming into it uh sort of not knowing much mm-hmm. and then you coming into it knowing even less. <laughs> um at the end of it I I wound up having a really good time. I did too. I thought it was I I was afraid that it was going to be so 80s. I was really afraid <laughs> that it was going to hit a lot of like uh kind of stuff. Once mm-hmm. once I realized like <laughs> once once the fucking animated sequence started at the beginning. Yeah. And I was like Did not remember this at all. If this had been a trivia question, and it was like, (laughs) which of these movies started with an animated title sequence? And it was like this and Elf. I would have been like, Elf? Yeah, It's got to be Elf, right? There's no way it's Christmas Vacation. (laughs) Totally is. And unfortunately, as okay as the song is, the like Christmas Vacation song Mm -hmm. that they play for it. It's a bummer that this is the only movie in the series that doesn't use Holiday Road. And it's like, but that's the best time to use it. It's yeah. the holiday. Come on. Oh, missing such an opportunity there. Yeah. It's a super bummer. Uh, well, and especially because I love that fucking
1: song. Well, it's yeah. It's such a good song. I mean, I, I get why they didn't use it because it wasn't the Griswolds that were actually out on vacation. Yeah,
0: they weren't on the road, so yeah. to speak. But it's like you could have put it over the beginning when they're going to get the tree. Like that mm-hmm. was kind of their vacation. <laughs> that yeah, was their that, trip. That was, yeah. That year. There you go. It was out to get the tree.
1: That was not uh, Illinois.
0: No, 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 no. I actually read, I think it was uh Colorado.
1: The house and like the neighborhood itself easily could be Illinois. I don't know if it is, but it could be.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it was uh looks like it was shot in Colorado and some of California.
1: Okay, so on a set somewhere.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't really, but it, I agree. It didn't <laughs> really look very Illinoisian.
1: Yeah, with the exception of what they tried to play off Warrant Mountains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) mm. This is
0: just a really tall hill. Yeah, we just the top is like a foot out of frame, but trust us. Yeah, (laughs) it is definitely (laughs) not an entire mountain. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Obviously, starring as they all do, Chevy Chase and uh, Beverly Mm D'Angelo, who are fantastic. Like (laughs) truly truly fantastic both of the like those two together is a classic comedy husband and wife pairing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that is a that really should be remembered among like really great like duos you know what i mean like ricky and lucy and fucking uh what were their names george burns and gracie allen or something like way way back in the (laughs) day you know like they're so good i
1: absolutely agree
0: like it's 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 almost surprising how charming Chevy Chase can be when he wants to be Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I've I've, I've heard (laughs) so many stories and even seen like interviews and things with him by all accounts he's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: like
0: there's there's just too much overwhelming evidence yeah (laughs) um but man like him as that everyman mm-hmm. dad who's been like so ingrained with tradition yeah. that he just drags his family through hell trying to trying to do the perfect <laughs> thing, basically bringing on his own fall by trying to make it too yeah. perfect. Like yeah. it, it's it's such a positive character. Yeah, you know he's, what I mean.
1: He's wholesome to a fault.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then and that makes it so much better when he breaks mm-hmm. like it, it, essentially all of the movies i'm assuming for european vacation because i mean why what, wouldn't it
1: yeah what else is the plot <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but like those moments when he finally does <laughs> freak out <laughs> about something mm-hmm. is so so great because of how great he is at playing like wholesome and holding it in and mm-hmm. repressing and <laughs> <you know laughs> what i mean like <laughs> he's so good at that that when the top finally just comes off of it yeah. it's it's a fucking treat like th- those <laughs> rants at the end of the movie by him are are like legendary movie rants oh like, yeah. holy crap the one fucking line that I can't believe I didn't remember like or that wasn't like something that was in my head every single day ever since I saw this movie for the first time is the hallelujah holy shit where's the Tylenol it's so good and I'm sure anybody listening to this who's watched that movie a billion times and loves it to death is like yeah yeah Yeah. Duh. Like what? Why? Of course that line. But to me, it was like, Oh my God, what a great line. Yeah. Like Not like, you know, that great line that you should know already.
1: Yeah. See, I'm, I'm sitting over here enjoying the Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah.
0: That was great too. Um, That whole like, That's such an American, I mean, maybe not, I'm not not necessarily a connoisseur of like foreign films and stuff, but that feels like the like quintessential American working man, like drama section of a comedy or like the, the the place where a lot of tension and like Mm -hmm. anxiety comes from is that bonus, that Christmas bonus plot line that I feel like he's used in everything.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so it almost like it's, it's perfectly at home here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like this movie for lack of a better like phrasing to it doesn't necessarily have a plot because it's just like clark wants the perfect christmas yeah and
1: this is his attempt yeah exactly
0: (laughs) and like every family in the world there that's an impossibility like there's no way to ever do that
1: it is completely impossible
0: yeah completely impossible if you think that everything is perfect at your christmas just know that someone there is thinking about how much they hate it yes (laughs) just (laughs) not like actually verbalizing it Mm -hmm. just know that but like that is such like the definitive christmas story obviously Mm -hmm. not, (laughs) not discounting the movie called a christmas story right um but like that now can apply f- to to all kids in some way you mm-hmm. know in your life it wasn't the the bb gun it was this or whatever but you it was relate the battery to that
1: operated car the like you know barbie jeep car that you could sit in and <laughs> ride around the block i wanted one so bad uh,
0: i wanted the megazord the one that you put them all together it was the greatest <laughs> didn't is- have one no. No. <laughs> uh but then this one is much more the adult like, everyone can relate to it in some way. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's still just, like, it's a white middle-class family's Christmas. So it's not necessarily literally everyone's Christmas. Right. But it's, like, the way that the characters are are drawn and how they, like, interact with each other, it's like, I'm sure, even if it's not a cousin, you can find your cousin Eddie in your family. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, all, all those characters have a, a real-life parallel to practically everybody watching it like oh that's totally my aunt that's totally my cousin that's totally you know uh so it's it's one of those movies where like it kind of fucks it for every other christmas movie out there because it's like now you got to find a slant now you can't just make a movie that's just a guy trying to have a good christmas Mm -hmm. because christmas vacation has done it and it's perfect (laughs) like practically perfect there's so little that I would truly cut from this movie. <laughs> uh, most of it is that scene where he's talking to the 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 girl at the store yeah. and it like that was the one moment that felt super 80s of just like so he can't stop saying like boobs yeah. and breasts and other sexual innuendos yeah. while he's talking to her and I was like that's <laughs> probably the only bit that I would be like, you know what? un really unnecessary. And the callback later isn't even really worth it.
2: Yeah. Where it's Mm. like
0: you you could have that pool sequence Mm -hmm. and have that girl on the on the diving board like that all flies as far as I'm concerned. Like that's of course he's a middle aged (laughs) middle aged man. (laughs) in suburbia mm-hmm. it's like oh i have a pool there'd be a hot lady near it and you don't need to know that that was the girl from yeah. the counter earlier you could cut that part and never know
1: that could be like your son's teacher like it doesn't <laughs> even matter
0: <laughs> exactly any imaginary person anyone that he's ever thought about yeah like it's just, already
1: an imaginary thing yeah
0: really you don't need to know that <laughs> uh but the, honestly that was kind of the only really bad bit in mm-hmm. it. and and it wasn't even necessarily really bad it was just like okay and then it kept going and it was yeah. just like one or two little slip ups with him being like oh man is fine but when it, like the scene just keeps going and going and it's like okay i get it the only mm-hmm. good thing was the very very end like they could have they could have cut a lot of the middle out and left that like sort of punch at the end of like does okay. the season to be merry like oh Mary, that's my name no shit <laughs> <laughs> and then cutting <laughs> like that's a good ending to it Yeah, they just needed to <laughs> tighten it up a little bit yeah take out a couple of them because it it wound up just getting like
1: this is (laughs) awkward yeah
0: just repetitive and awkward and like okay i know this doesn't go anywhere so
1: Mm -hmm. can we
0: just move along
1: the scene where everyone arrives all at once Mm -hmm. that is my nightmare (laughs)
2: like that
1: is just way too much family all at once yeah really and no one gets along so they're fighting right off the bat
0: yeah that's that's unbearable
1: yeah i i like the
0: way they do it too like it's Mm -hmm. so hectic and like the like really tense music in the background while everyone's like coming inside and talking to everybody and this and that It's just that like oh god Oh, Oh it's happening. It's beginning. (laughs) Everyone get out of
1: the hallway (laughs) please. Oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It did
0: like obviously it's way funnier if, you know, it's just a big fucking jumble of angry, arguing people coming up to the door. (laughs) It was just like, really, they all came together or did they all get there at exactly the same time? It seemed like 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 there were like two cars worth of people and yet they somehow all arrived at the same time.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they (laughs) arrived at the same time. Because they were fighting over whose car goes in the garage oh yeah, yeah yeah like, like did you what? race here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must have
0: um in terms of the cast, I mean obviously Chevy and Beverly great mm-hmm. uh Juliet Lewis as Audrey was was fun in a like I I liked her bit like you know she's mm-hmm. sort of the like irritable teenager who doesn't yeah. like things. But I like the fact that she was kind of on Clark's side, though. Yeah. I wrote later on, like, about the lights or something. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be real cool, Dad. Or, like, whatever. Like, she, she gives him some sort of, like, actual encouraging yeah. and not, like, a cutting teenage remark that's yeah, supposed was, to, like, get to you or something. Like,
1: it they still it still looks really cool, even oh, yeah, if they're yeah, not yeah. lit up. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like
0: and and having that I wrote into my notes right then, I was just like,
1: Oh, kids that aren't
0: awful. Yeah. This is nice. Yes. I like this. <laughs> and uh and fucking baby Johnny Galecki as Russ. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. I was uh thrilled. <laughs> Cause it was just like, Oh my god, that's right, he was a child actor. Like I, I never he watched... was a
1: child. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, obviously. But like I never, I never saw anything that he was in as a kid, really. Like I, yeah. I think he was on a show or something. I know he was on Roseanne, maybe as more like a teenager, but not so much yeah. as like a kid or whatever. But I was just like, oh my god, look at how tiny he is! <laughs> this tiny little Johnny Galecki. Uh, this and this movie's got a couple, uh, a couple of um, popcorn for dinner alumnus. Uh, Johnny Galecki, obviously, from mm-hmm. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie, who's yes. just like one of the most famous fucking comedy <laughs> roles in the history of the world. Uh, but him, in he was in Days of Thunder his like serious role where he was the guy who like sponsored the team or whatever and i was like why isn't he acting all fucking goofy (laughs)
1: he's (laughs) supposed to be super
0: goofy isn't he
1: what did you do to him yeah (laughs) damn it tom cruise
0: um i had one thousand percent forgotten about julia louis dreyfus and her husband that whole (laughs) neighbor thing yeah like after the first couple of cutaways to them i was just like they're not in this a lot are they like, do they cut all these scenes on TV or something? Like, why don't I remember this at all?
1: <laughs> we do. We, I believe it was the special edition that we watched.
0: Well, I mean, they're kind of integral to the end so oh, that's right. what made me realize that i was like because i was like do they cut it all out like is that is that something that happens you know mm-hmm. like for tv they'll just sort of cut entire subplots sometimes because yeah. it's like we need to fit it into a fucking time frame yeah so i was like it's possible that maybe i've never seen this movie on anything but tv and therefore i've never seen their <laughs> scenes uh but then yeah at the very end like the cops and all that shit is like directly entwined with what's happening yeah and i'm like maybe they are in every version. And I just, <laughs>
2: just uh, forgot that. yeah, them.
0: completely forgot about it. I don't, th- I mean, we got the special edition DVD, but I don't think it was a different cut of the movie. Okay. I think the special edition is cause it has a lot of features. Gotcha. Cause on here it says it's 97 minutes and I was like, yeah, it said an hour and 37 minutes on the back. So yeah, that's All right. that lines up. <laughs> that um, checks out. Yeah. But she was great. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously in her tiny little bits, um, mm-hmm. Brian Doyle Murray as his boss. I was just like, man, that yes. dude. He is, for one, he's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, he is amazing in everything. <laughs> and um, that voice is so yeah. iconic. He is such the perfect, like boss character mm-hmm. who can still be funny himself yes. you know where it's like not just like he's an asshole and that's why it's funny well it's like no he's pretty funny too yeah. just how he is
1: i recognize him from raising hope
0: yeah so, yeah yeah yeah.
1: like as the the hollywood executive or whatever yeah
0: basically a similar kind of role yeah, <laughs> like the, the big higher up guy who doesn't give a shit about the yeah. things underneath him or whatever <laughs> um but yeah he's wonderful i didn't really recognize most of the parents you know like they were all clearly like actors and actresses
2: mm-hmm.
0: from the like previous generation even so it's the fact that this movie came out the year i was born means a lot of those people <laughs> are in nothing that i've really seen yeah. or cared about Except- only one doris roberts yes. oh my god so <laughs> happy to see her yes uh, I don't even give a shit that she's basically the same lady in everything I've ever seen her in because yep. that it's perfect. She yeah. is so perfect for it that it's like, why would you ever mess with it? Yeah, as soon as you see her, you know, <laughs> you're just you're in that zone, yeah, you know, and it's just like, oh, yep, oh, that lady. yeah, I know that lady. Yes. like
1: <laughs> the critical mother in law,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. like oh uh, it's such a she she plays it so goddamn well.
1: yeah, she does her being overly critical towards the beginning was actually another like nice moment with Audrey?
0: Audrey. Right? Yeah, the daughter.
1: Yeah. Cuz she like the first time he gets it all together and plugs it in and and it doesn't turn oh. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like says something about him like wasting his time and Audrey yeah. defends him like he tried. Yeah, something
0: like, like it just 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 little bits like that. It wasn't yeah. even like she had a full like monologue. Mm-hmm. But like hey, Everyone's real tough on my dad, but he tries yes. real hard. And all of it is like, no, just little moments of yeah. like, oh, that kid actually kind of likes your dad yeah. instead of every other fucking teenager we've <laughs> seen for the past like couple <laughs> of months in other John Hughes movies yeah. written by John Hughes. This one is.
1: Yes. I believe produced as well. Or... Yeah.
0: Because it was like Hughes Pictures, Hughes mm. Entertainment, a production go. company. Yeah. Based on a story called Christmas 59, a short story that he wrote for the National Lampoon. I was able to track it down. Oh And there's a bit where the one one lady shows up and brings a present and somebody hears it making noise. Mm-hmm. In this story, it's a dog. okay, not a cat. It's a dachshund <laughs> that's in the box. And so it's the dachshund that like blows up like the cat does in the movie. Yeah. So like that thing that happens essentially. Very little else is, <laughs> is really comparable, especially because, and what's so fucking crazy about it, I didn't really look when this came out. I'm assuming that this was written before 16 Candles. Okay. Because there is a character that is essentially Long Duck Dong. Oh, geez! There's a horribly racist caricature of an Asian kid who's living with the grandparents who comes to Christmas. Oh, my God. So I will say this for this story and Christmas vacation and all that. Mm-hmm. Thank God, 16 Candles, took that bullet. Yeah. That he went and was like, oh, you know what's funny? That fucking, the immigrant yeah. character. I'll bring that into this the, movie. The
1: grandparents are coming. Yeah, bring them with.
0: Exactly. And I'm glad he used it in that so it could mm-hmm. be like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, that movie lives in its own thing. And Long Duk Dong isn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily, like, ruin it completely. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's nice that this movie avoided that. Yeah. And is ju- it's pretty overall, like... Wholesome and funny and sweet and Mm -hmm. not overly like or like cruel or mean or nasty. Yeah. Which is really great because like in my head I was kind of afraid of that because I was like I I remember like a cat dies and like and and, (laughs) you know and I always think of like the one thing the one thing that I fucking hate about vacation is that they kill the dog. Mm -hmm. that he has it tied to the bumper and then just drives off. And it's like, that's... I don't find it funny. Yeah. It's just a little too cruel for it to be really funny. And it's just like the one real blemish on that. But I was afraid that it was going to be a little harsher than it was. Like, I, I was worried that there would be more like... And then one of the grandparents croaks, or you know, you know what I mean, yeah. or something really awful like that. Is and that so, it's, little
1: Miss Sunshine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No grandpas are doing heroin in this movie, um, that we know of. It like it was PG thirteen, so it's not even like it was like expected to be like super raunchy. Like oh man, yeah. And it's um, probably
1: just because mainly because of the nudity.
0: Yeah, the very and then brief a little bit of, and he does say fuck.
1: There's one fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there's the fuck. one fuck.
0: They say shit a few times.
1: Yeah. Um no blood.
0: Well, no, I guess there isn't. I was there's, like, the squirrel goes after people, but I don't think it draws blood.
1: No, I don't think so. It just clings <laughs> to Clark's back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the panic that happens when that fucking yeah. squirrel comes out. Like it's <laughs> it's it it starts off somewhat reasonable
2: mm-hmm. where it's
0: like, yeah. It's a squirrel from a tree from outside. Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't want to be bitten by it either. I'd probably get out of the room. Yeah. Uh, but then when it comes to like people fully like full on fainting because <laughs> of it, it's like okay, look. <laughs> like I get being like, let's get out of this room. Yeah. But you are way too fucking like sheltered <laughs> from things. If the sight of a squirrel is enough for like, oh,
1: pff, that, dropping that did have a great little moment where Clark was like telling different people what to do and he goes to look for Rusty and he like just looks straight and like calls for Rusty and then has to look down when, when Rusty's like right here dad yeah I'm pretty <laughs> sure that
0: happens in every movie he's like okay. he's like I'm right here dad like oh right okay <laughs> like, I'm almost certain that that's in all of them
1: well I loved the execution of it in oh, this yeah. one.
0: <laughs> um there were so many like classic joke moments like specifically like the squirrel in the tree
2: mm-hmm.
0: um which actually i did just remember there's a bird in the tree in the story in the short story not a squirrel
1: squirrel is more cinematic
0: yeah definitely and it can like <laughs> leap out i mean that mm. shot of it just like coming at him yeah. is pretty great <laughs> but like that sequence the sequence where <laughs> Where he unleashes the tree in Mm -hmm. the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, That is that like that's hysterical. And I completely forgot about the absolutely like way funnier follow-up jokes. Because like the tree like you can tell like the way that it looks like such garbage Mm -hmm. just like waiting to be like cut open and everything. It's like, God, this is the worst idea. Yeah. And he's just like, looks great, doesn't it? Like, oh, my God, what a dad.
2: Yeah. And like, <laughs>
0: and then, you know, you can obviously you could see it coming that like, okay, he's going to cut it and it's going to be like, it's Everywhere. Gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be horrifying. And the fact that it like flies out windows, like punches out windows, <laughs> just like throws people backwards. And then when it like settles and they cut to that wide shot and the tree is like almost more than half of the frame. Yeah. So fucking funny to look at. But the follow up uh, Clark is sticky with sap in bed. <laughs> yes, that might be my favorite sequence in the movie.
1: The fact that she doesn't acknowledge it, <laughs> she just accepts it and starts helping him. Yeah. <laughs> like. it's,
0: it was it was the fact that like they're talking about, you know, just, you know, Christmas and the family coming, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're just like slightly noticing that his, that, his, that his fingers are kind of sticking to that magazine. Mm-hmm. And just how much it, <laughs> how it out of hand it gets so quickly. <laughs> and then the final moment of pulling the chain <laughs> on the lamp and it just dragging it into bed with him. Oh, my God. I, I, I can tell you that I had no idea that was coming. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Not a thought in my head. That, that was how that scene was gonna end and it fucking got me
2: yeah <laughs> that was
0: so funny and it was like again just a perfect example of those two mm-hmm. it was like Chevy Chase playing it so well and Beverly d'Angelo just like no selling it yeah you know what I mean like the the amount of talent it takes
1: to hold it in exactly oh my yeah. god like
0: it is oh. like That is, that is the thing that I feel like people don't recognize the straight man in comedy stuff for enough. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, just, you know, being like, oh, he's a good actor. So Mm -hmm. he can act the straight part while the funny guy's being funny, you know, and that's harder to be funny. And it's like, you know how fucking hard it is to like, like give David Spade some fucking credit having to stare Chris Farley in the face for like five years straight of like <laughs> SNL and movies and all that shit. And just being able to hold it together. Yeah. Like, not holy shit. laugh
1: at Chris Farley. Like, yeah. Cool. Who's, who's not
0: only like being funny, but trying to make you laugh yeah. specifically. <laughs> and I can only imagine that Chevy Chase is probably the same way. Yeah. I can only imagine that he like, uh, that those takes got increasingly bizarre <laughs> and he just, just made it bigger and bigger. Yeah. Uh, like, Oh my God, that legit probably my favorite sequence in the movie yeah it's just so and the fact that it's just one shot too Mm -hmm. that's the brilliance of it (laughs) just one fucking shot the two of them in bed and just go yeah oh my god so good (laughs) and then of course um the uh (laughs) the sequence when eddie shows up because i had forgotten like how it happened
2: Mm -hmm. You know what
0: I mean? Like it was like, okay. And then at some point fucking Randy Quaid's got to show up because he's Eddie and he's in this movie and all that. Like he's got to fucking show up at some point. And the fact that it is in the middle of a scene completely unacknowledged (laughs) until Clark is suddenly just like, Eddie? Eddie?
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was like because when he
0: goes and he puts his arm around a guy from behind mm-hmm. and it's obviously it's fucking Randy Quaid and everything. But like from that shot, you can't tell. Yeah, exactly. And the like hat and coat he's wearing look just different than anyone we've seen yet. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, who the hell is Clark talking to right now? Like he just threw his arm around someone. He's talking to him. And then you realize that he doesn't even realize who he's talking to. He's just
1: so happy. Yeah. And it's just like (laughs) the scene
0: has, has not acknowledged him in any way. Like somehow they've pulled up in that RV yeah, and parked it in the driveway, and gotten out, and walked, and looked at the lights with everybody, and nobody has noticed. Yeah, like that is what is so fucking funny about that to me. It's just like, how did, where did they come from? Like that, it's it's so brilliant. Like it's so much funnier than if there was like a you hear mm-hmm. the the RV come in and everyone going like, oh no there yeah. he comes like the fact that it's literally just like oh fuck. no He's here wait a minute Shit. Eddie no <laughs> it's so good um there were there were a couple of moments that were kind of like that <laughs> that fake intro for Eddie mm-hmm. uh where it was like oh in just like a couple of years I bet you they would have cut some of that stuff you know what I mean like it was 89 <laughs> if this had come out in like 92. I bet you they would have cut that sound effect when Clark realizes that he didn't bring a saw to cut the tree down. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, Dad, did you even bring a saw? And it's like, Mm-hmm. It's like, I bet you, into the '90s, they would have been like, just let his face show that. Yeah, it's clearly what like he's realizing what's happened. The audience doesn't need a gong or some shit yeah. to let them know what's happened. Like, just look at Chevy's face. Yeah, it's perfect. So it's like that was a tiny little thing. Where it's like, oh come on, mm-hmm. you can you can do better than that.
1: Also, <laughs> not to nitpick, but there's no way that they're getting that tree out of the ground with just the four humans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I mean that that's that is pretty hysterical, though, like the idea that there's like imagining them driving that trio. <laughs> like, how did that happen? uh and that whole the whole I mean, that whole opening sequence where they're driving and he gets into the altercation with the like truckers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like it that whole bit wasn't necessarily hysterical. I liked when he goes under the truck. And, uh, and fucking, uh, Ellen tells them that I don't want to spend the holidays dead. <laughs> Just such a great line. And you, you know what it reminded me of? As soon as she said that, I was looking at them and I was like, oh my God, it's like, uh, it's like Burton, Virginia
2: in Raising yes. Hope very yes. much.
0: Or it's like the well-meaning but dopey dad mm-hmm. and the mom who's ridiculous in her own way. Yes. <laughs> who's like trying to hold it down. But I, it's like, I could hear Martha Plimpton say that line yeah <laughs> but I don't want to spend the holidays dead <laughs> so good is that show on anything
1: right now uh I believe it's on either Netflix or Hulu
0: okay just in case people out there are listening like what raising oh watch that fucking show yes that is a hysterical show
1: Martha Plimpton and Garrett Dillahunt
0: yeah super fucking good um but <laughs> I think my favorite bit of that whole like of the whole like them getting run off the road is just that great slow-mo shot of the like trees sign and then the mm-hmm. car flying into frame <laughs> and fucking taking it out is like such a fucking griswold moment oh, like yeah? it's so i love how much that is like an american culture thing yeah. like i was reading i was reading like on wikipedia they talk about how uh how griswold house became a term it's like, if you see a house that's way over decked out for Christmas. It's a Griswold house. It's a Griswold house. house. Nice. It's like, yep, that's exactly.
1: Love it. Love it.
0: Love the fucking Griswold. I'm going use man.
1: that term mm-hmm. going forward. It's good. I mean,
0: there was a line that I wrote down that I thought was really. Oh, god, sorry. I thought it was hysterical. The first line from Russ in the whole movie was, was, dad, can you explain again what we're doing? I was like, whoever in the world says that unless you're in a movie and you want to have the character now tell you what you're doing. I was like, that's the laziest way to get into it. But uh, I very much just like, "Okay, fine. But no, the the line that I really liked was uh, one of his co-workers. He tells Clark that you're the last true family man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's something so fucking great about Clark Griswold. Yeah, there really is in terms of being like a lead character. Like, uh, obviously, Beverly D'Angelo, Ellen is fantastic and mm-hmm. a huge part of why the movies are great. Yeah. But in terms of just having that dad, that specific mm-hmm. dad, who's like, I need to be the one who makes everything perfect. And we have to have the perfect vacation or christmas or whatever it is usually it's a vacation vacation the series <laughs> is called vacation i think that's kind of why i like this one a lot yeah is, is because it kind of like uh hits a very specific lane way it's not just like okay now it's vacation but they're in europe or now it's vacation but instead of going to california they're going to las vegas mm-hmm. in this case it's like no this is the griswold house this is where they live this is yeah. just their life trying to get Christmas together, but it, it still carries that same feel of like the guy who wants to make everything perfect mm-hmm. but just doesn't just, understand it that he be. Yeah, it doesn't understand <laughs> that it really can't be. They don't really touch on the that like idea of like all the Christmases that you probably thought were perfect mm-hmm. to other people. They probably weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're a kid, so you probably remember a Christmas where you got like everything you fucking wanted. And you're like, that was amazing. And you have no idea that there was like a huge row going between this person and that person the whole time. Or, (laughs) you know, shit that just flew over your little kid head. Yeah. They don't really touch on that. He just watches the old home videos in the attic mm-hmm. uh which i love that he he's just like got chilly up there so he dressed up <laughs> essentially in old lady clothes Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to sit and
0: watch the movies and it's just like i
1: mean fur coat and a hat and gloves like, yeah just keeping warm what i don't get is why you would sit like i i, <clears throat> I understand you got to do it for the gag
0: mm. but
1: setting that up on the ladder
0: <laughs> yeah really like that was like you realize that that's what's happening only just before it happens, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess makes it like that's better than if you had like known from the beginning. Like, what is he doing? Why is he sitting there? He's just gonna fall. Yeah. So it's like when it's a surprise, you're just like, oh, ha ha, and then it's only when you think about it later that you're like, wait, yeah, why would you ever do that? <laughs> but at least in the moment, you're just like,
1: oh, what a dope. Okay, real quick, can we talk about the turkey?
0: The t- yeah that was uh a little gross
1: it was extremely gross <laughs> and like having now cooked a turkey
0: yeah are you afraid now
1: i i'm confused
0: <laughs> as to how it got that bad i mean yeah. obviously that's the joke it's I mean, so yeah. over the top like it took me a second to realize Uh, what they was like getting at yeah it wasn't until clark said like it's just a little dry Mm -hmm. that i realized like what the gag was like oh it's like so dry it's like completely dehydrated and it's like yeah okay because at first i was like it's an alien yeah you know (laughs) the way that it like and opened and shit and had like tendrils yeah and it was just so creepy looking Mm -hmm. and i was just like I don't recall this. Is this like a crazy ass dream sequence? Yeah. Or it's like hey, alien turkey, everyone run <laughs> or something. And then it was like, Oh, okay. It's like, I told you we left it in there too long or whatever, yeah. or whatever she says. And it was yeah. like, okay. It's just like a absurdly over dry Turkey, mm-hmm. like comedically absurd.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, like
0: Okay. But yeah, I was, I was definitely <laughs> on that boat of like, what the f- fuck is wrong with it
1: yeah like Like, this is
0: so gross looking that's not a turkey (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know what you bought where did this come from because jesus yeah
1: yeah It, (laughs) it did lead to what is probably The noisiest dinner sequence (laughs) where no one talks.
0: Yeah, right. It's just that like (laughs) sweeping, like circling shot of everybody as they're like crunching on this turkey,
1: like turkey jerky. Even
0: worse than jerky, it seemed. (laughs) Yeah, like jerky doesn't crunch. Turkey crisps. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Turkey crisps. What's great about this movie too is that it's like it has so many like really kind of like broad slapstick comedy moments you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like obviously when he's up in the attic and he keeps stepping on those beams that come up and whack him in the face yes stuff like the tree like
1: when he Mm -hmm. cuts it
0: open you know feet uh,
1: through the ceiling
0: yeah feet through the ceiling I was gonna say stapling his arm to the gutter and falling off it that moment where he's just trying to get a handle on the ladder from behind Mm -hmm. where he like doesn't understand where to put his hands he's (laughs) like uh, 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 uh." like how do I do this so I can get back to the other side like (laughs) all those kinds of like physical comedy moments are all really great Mm-hmm. And then there's just so much like way subtler than I thought would you would get from a movie like that. Like I was completely fine and willing and happy with like broad slapstick Christmas comedy go like goofiness. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, one thing I loved was fucking like, I guess, I guess calling it subtle might be a little bit much, but it's just the fact that there's not really any attention drawn to it other than what the character is doing. The fact that Eddie won't stop just like slamming huge bags of dog food into the cart when they're out yeah. shopping to the point that he's like, for for one, he's getting like seven bags of dog food. Yeah. <laughs> and two, he keeps like crushing things that clark puts on top of the other because he, he grabbed clark grabs something yeah as eddie's grabbing a bag and clark puts it on top of the bag and then eddie's just like and smashes it completely <laughs> but they're talking about christmas you know and mm-hmm. he's like oh you know uh, we want to help you out with the kids and and you know get mm-hmm. your kids some presents and whatever and help you guys out and everything so all of that dialogue is happening over eddie <laughs> taking just like absurd amounts of dog food yes like
1: Way too many 30-pound bags <laughs> yeah. of dog food like, for one Rottweiler. Yeah, it's so
0: funny. Um, and then the other thing that, like, it's not necessarily, like, a uh, groundbreaking joke, mm-hmm. but something about it is, like, so hysterical and wholesome and goofy is uh, Aunt Bethany. Yes. Uh, who is... I gotta get her name because she's special. May Questel. She's the original Betty Boop
2: yeah that's fun (laughs) like she
0: is like hollywood royalty lady you know coming Mm -hmm. to play the goofy aunt in this movie which is like so wonderful (laughs) uh but like her bits i mean obviously the whole thing of like oh she wrapped up her cat and and she wrapped up the jello as well like this one's leaking yeah like mm, tastes like lime (laughs) uh which is so
1: cat food in the jello yeah
0: right like she's (laughs) totally insane but the like just the sweetest and funniest goddamn thing in this movie is is her saying grace. Yes. And just saying the pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. and everyone just being like okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was- like it, that that is like that that's such a perfect like dysfunctional american family movie moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's just like we're doing it wrong, but we're doing it together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's something so heartwarming and hysterical and just like goofy as hell. Yeah. And then about that. And then the okay. national anthem at yes. the end is also um, perfect where everyone's just like, Yep, hand over heart and, and, the and cops finishing
1: join in. <laughs>
0: and And, uh, and eddie salutes (laughs) and everything like they just they go all in on it because Mm -hmm. it's like well it's happening and let's do this (laughs) like that is that's so sweet i think like as as a character moment for everybody where it's like nobody really gets mad at her you know there's never the like oh this old bat like let's dump her in a dumpster or something (laughs) you know nobody treats her like shit yeah, or anything. It's just like she's the the batty old aunt that uh, that sometimes does goofy stuff, but uh, we love her, so yeah. we'll do the goofy stuff with her.
1: One one of my favorite lines was directed at her, though. Oh, <laughs> it was, you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant.
0: That's right. Like, oh, That's a good one. Uh,
1: <laughs> what a great visual. What a
0: great old person insult right. like old person to old person <laughs> like <laughs> like a young person saying that to an old person it's like hey hey
1: respect your elders
0: yeah, i mean not even that case just like hey come on it's yeah. not like you're suffering from anything like that so yeah leave them alone but like an old person insulting another old person with that is, is a hysterical joke
2: yeah
0: randy quaid as eddie is so like not underappreciated because it's famous as hell like Mm -hmm. cousin Eddie is such a classic character yeah honestly like I I really like him in this Mm -hmm. because he's still Randy Quaid playing this character like yeah I, there's a sequel to this movie that we technically own because it's on the second disc of that Jack Frost. Yes, that we did earlier in the month. <laughs> but there's a Christmas Vacation Two, which is like Eddie's Island Adventure or something. Okay, where it's him and his wife, still played by the same woman, mm-hmm. and their family and shit. I'm sure it's terrible. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, and it's I'm like sure. it's one of those things where it's like. I love him playing Eddie in everything, yeah. except probably the one movie where he's the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's sort of hysterical. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> it's the definition of a great supporting character. Yes, you know what I mean? And the way he shows up in all of those movies, honestly, I think I might like him in Vegas vacation the best just because of some of the antics that he gets into in mm-hmm. that movie specifically. Obviously we're not gonna go into it because we're not talking about that movie. Uh, but this one, I feel like, is the one that most people yeah. think of when they think of Cousin Eddie. They think immediately of the shitter's full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd like
1: to get something nice for you. Oh God, yeah, that's <laughs>
0: that is so like that is that is such a classic Eddie moment of like <laughs> thinking he's doing good, mm-hmm. of like and I want to get you something real nice, Clark, without thinking for a second that it's like. You're using his, like, he's paying for it, you idiots. It's like yeah. You're getting him something nice with his money. Way to go, Ed. Yeah. But he's real proud of it. He's just yeah. like, oh, <laughs> we're going to do that. And it's going to be great. It's like,
1: little kid me being excited to buy my mom a gift with the 20 bucks she gave me.
0: Like. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, right, oh, man, get yourself something nice. Uh, you know, I didn't necessarily forget about the whole like kind of ending to it because there really is like a thing that (laughs) that ends the movie (laughs) you know it's not just a Mm -hmm. case of like and they eventually figure out that christmas is great and they love each other but i i saw one part of it coming like i knew that it ended with the cops i knew the cops showed up and stormed the place yeah forgot that it was all set to uh, Santa Claus is coming to town,
2: <laughs> or here comes
0: Santa Claus. Yeah, specific They're different songs. Yes, but set to here comes Santa Claus, which I was like, this is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've seen in a long time. It's like I I'd totally forgotten that the song was involved, mm-hmm. and that really made it. Yeah, uh <laughs> but I did forget that Eddie kidnaps his boss and brings him to the house. <laughs> totally forgot about that, but I saw it coming because I saw Eddie think of that yeah did you know like I, i'm sure it was obvious like yeah. it wasn't like i saw a secret thing that no one else saw
2: <laughs> but that
0: moment when clark says all that stuff about like i wish he was here right now so i could bro, do all this stuff yeah. to him and then eddie just gives this little like huh and then bolts yeah and it's like oh sh- oh shit that's totally going to kidnap <laughs> that guy that's so funny uh and uh, and ellen saying it's our first kidnapping is so good uh, cuz that that's a reference to uh to the first movie she says something along the lines of like this is our first gun yeah. or something when yeah. they're holding up John Candy <laughs> um but yeah that whole kidnapping thing is is hysterical and obviously it kind of has to end how it ends where you know like mm-hmm. clark was getting fucked over by his company and now the boss sees how bad that was mm-hmm. and everything's going to go well. And he's going to get a bonus, an even bigger bonus than last year. And everything's yeah. everything's super swell. And I was like, it's a true fantasy, <laughs> the idea of any boss being able to change their view on something like that. Or it's yeah. like, let me see, uh, I'm saving the company money and probably making myself more money. But this jackass, whose name I never remember, mm-hmm. is sad this Christmas because of it. Let me think. Do I give a fuck? Nope. Like, that's the that's real life. That's what an actual boss would do. Yeah. Like, of the of, of some sort of company like that. they just yeah. be like, oh, are you upset about that? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> uh, so it is a little, like, I mean, obviously that's, like, the super cynical way to look at it, mm-hmm. but it really is, like, while you're watching it, you're like, this is pure fantasy. Yeah, this <laughs> is not corporate even, America. Yeah, like, that is not even close to anything that would happen. Like, I guess I'm glad they didn't go with the, like... The, like, ironic of, like, hey, everything is super great and wonderful. And then when the cops show up, him being, like, arrest him or something, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, arrest Clark or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so it's better that he, like, learns a lesson. Yeah. But it's also just, like, completely and utterly unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: never, ever happened in the history of the world. Like, his specific lines, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where like like, this, this is what's actually important like no, no, nobody in that position thinks like yeah. that you just they just don't
2: yeah
0: <laughs> uh but that fucking the whole like his wife calling the cops so the SWAT shows up and they even bust into the neighbor's
2: house <laughs> yes. for some reason <laughs> totally <laughs>
0: forgot about Advantage that too. point i
2: don't
0: know yeah i guess but like that was hysterical the whole thing and the fact that it's just like immediately called off yeah. <laughs> he's just like wait no everything's fine and so they're like oh well We did all this damage and busted in all these windows and shit, but now they're just like, eh, whatever. We'll just go home. (laughs) Nobody's in trouble.
1: Hang on. We got to sing the national anthem real quick.
0: Yeah, for some
1: reason. (laughs) Old lady started singing. Everyone's chimed in and just felt right.
0: Yeah. You know, another thing that I absolutely forgot, like I remember obviously the whole uh, Eddie dumping the the toilet into the the sewer drain, mm-hmm. and I knew like I knew that whole bit about like oh and then there's this like noxious noxious gas or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Forgot that it glowed green. Well,
0: no, not not necessarily, but <laughs> I forgot like what all of that was building to. And then the fact that it was like, oh, right, the Santa sleigh and reindeer that he knocked over at the beginning when he freaked out (laughs) is in the trash on the curb Mm -hmm. right by there. So when it does go up in flames, it shoots it into the sky. And okay, that's right. I had totally forgotten about all of that. (laughs) If, If that didn't happen, I never would have questioned. I wouldn't have been like, this movie was missing something. Yeah. Not many people can have a freak out with a smile on their face like Chevy Chase. Yeah. That's it's it seems like a (laughs) like a trademark thing of his of where it's <laughs> just like freaking out but the eyes are bright and the smile is wide but he's yeah. saying things like fuck
1: yourself or like you know something super he's angry and using a chainsaw out. against his banister <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's I, right
0: i forgot about that i
1: totally related to that i was like Where's i've it? been at that point where it's like this <laughs> this is a tiny tiny little problem that is easily solved with like a screw and some paint <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'd fuck just... it i'm just chopping it off that's it problem's gone yeah never have that problem again
0: i read that uh that the scene where where uh Clark has that freak out and he uses like 30 adjectives in a row mm-hmm. to describe his boss and all that <laughs> that the people that are facing him the actors that were facing him mm-hmm. had words written on sheets of paper around their necks Oh, hanging in front of them for
1: him to like yeah, pull so he, from? yeah
0: so he could just like be looking at the family and not like looking at like a sheet of paper or like a cue card off for you know it's like yeah. just look at the people because they're wearing the words just fucking pick them and yell them and all that shit it's, like that's hysterical <laughs> that, I love that is kind of fucking stuff. brilliant <laughs> yeah right i love that shit
1: <laughs> and there were enough people for him to have plenty of words oh yeah
0: uh and then i think i think uh one of my favorite bits other than something that I just just, <laughs> just came across. Uh just I just wrote all of those idiots doing a drum roll. Mm-hmm. That was hysterical. That just, was like the like, just like a bunch of Like, what is that? <laughs> like it's it's absurd for Clark to ask for it. Like it's such the like overbearing person thing yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Like that that's a super uh like you know, you know who I and this is gonna seem non sequitur, but You know who I saw a lot of in Clark in this movie? Mm -hmm. And I guess it's really more the opposite in terms of like influencing Mm -hmm. so much Bob Belcher. Yes. From Bob's Burgers. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you know, like like the, the camping episode, like, we gotta go out, we gotta do it. Yeah. And it's terrible. Like, we gotta do it because we're supposed to. Yeah. You know, that sort of feeling to it. And that moment had that same kind of thing where it's like, why would you ask these idiots to do that for you? Yeah. It's only gonna sound stupid. You know what I mean? Like Bob asking his kids to give him a drum roll would end in the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like blah 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 blah.
2: Like just a
0: bunch of morons. And then later somebody does it too. Like, or they're about to, or something with something else. She, she adds, Isn't Ellen ask? Like, yeah. You want me to drum roll, this. Yeah. Like,
1: blah, 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 blah.
2: Like, no, 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 <laughs> that's
0: that is absolutely hysterical. Um, <clears throat> but the one, the one sequence that I like pretty much knew completely. You know, like there was other stuff. Where I was like, oh, that was a surprise. Or like, oh, I forgot about that a little bit. But the one little sequence that was like, yep, okay, I've at least seen this a billion times. Is uh, Clark and the sled. Where he puts the new fucking, like, (laughs) additive on the sled to make it, like, super frictionless. And Mm -hmm. so he just goes a thousand fucking miles. (laughs) I forgot how absurd it gets immediately. Yeah, I thought there was, like, a little bit of buildup. Of, like, oh, geez, he's going kind of fast, and then he speeds up, but it's literally like the second he hits the snow, he's going the speed of light. Yeah. And it's just uh, absolutely absurd, and I love it. And the fact that that's that whole sequence, it doesn't lead to anything. (laughs) There's there's nothing else to it. It's literally just fucking Clark screaming down a hill and over a highway and like through all this (laughs) shit into a parking lot. All that kind of junk is so damn funny. And I like that Eddie finds it (laughs) later he's just like looking through it where the fucking hole has been burned in it like oh geez
1: this was absolutely my favorite movie of the month oh for sure it could possibly be my top movie of 2020
0: uh yeah i mean considering this is the last one i guess that would be something to think of um i mean it's definitely one of probably the most Classic. I mean, it depends on what you're looking at from, too, because, I mean, you know, we had both seen, uh, what's it called, Breakfast Club a bunch, and it's like, Mm -hmm. that technically might be, like, the best movie we've done, (laughs) you know, like, specifically. I was specifically
1: saying, like, my favorite of the the new movies that I've seen this year, which are a lot, Mm -hmm. because most of these were new to me. For sure. Um, Looking back at the year... I am going to have to definitively say, oh, no, maybe not definitively because Bernie was fucking awesome. Yeah, I
0: just looked at that and I was like, "Mm, Bernie, Bernie's a great movie.
1: Also, The Polka King. (laughs) I I mean, I put Bernie
0: above that, but yeah, definitely. The Polka King is one of
1: our top episodes.
0: (laughs) For some reason.
1: yeah, everyone seems to love that one. Yeah. Or one person really loves it and listens to it a bunch.
0: It all depends on on what your vibe is, because it's like fucking Demolition Man is an amazing ride, but it's still (laughs) Demolition Man. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that it's not a goofy ass, ridiculous action movie from the 90s. Like, it's not really going to stack up, but, oh boy, (laughs) it's a fun one. Um, But yeah, uh, I think that is going to wrap it up for, well, actually, let's go in order. So it wraps it up for this episode.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It wraps it up for Christmas Movies Month. Yep. And it wraps it up for 2020. Yep. For Popcorn for Dinner, which is pretty neat.
1: The year that took 32 months.
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's so funny, too, looking back at all of these and being like, that moment was when it started. Mm -hmm. Because I still remember we were watching or we were doing the episode for Twilight. Yep. We were doing episode 33 40 episodes ago <laughs> oh my God. we were doing we were literally like I could go back and get that audio of when I got the call from work saying hey remember <laughs> that week that you took off it's gonna be longer you can like kind of hear it on the mics and stuff because I'm talking yeah. on the phone while we were sitting here because it was like right in the middle of recording
1: yep it was just I, so I funny, remember like... I remember listening and being like
0: oh <laughs> yeah right like holy oh, shit that's uh that's insane <laughs> but yeah uh I mean we don't even have an idea necessarily for what we're going to do for the first month of uh, 2021. I don't necessarily see any reason for us to do anything like crazy. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. just keep moving right along, man. Keep, uh, keep watching fun movies and talking about them. That's the whole point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) If you have any recommendations, let us know.
0: Yeah. Throw them out, man. We like, we have a few month ideas that we have some movies for that we Mm can,
1: Without in our our back pocket, yeah, exactly (laughs) when need be. But
0: uh, we will uh, we will get into that when we get into that. But uh, it's been a fun, uh, fun year and a fun month. And uh, hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. Uh, this is Jeff and Kelly. Later, dudes.